Welcome everyone back to the Movie Breakdown. I am your host, the photographer Paul, and my co-host, Yvonne Carlos, the actor. Welcome back to the show, man. Thanks, dude. Happy to be back. Yeah. So, this week particularly particularly, is Star Wars week, so why not review the most controversy... uh, Star Wars movie, most controversial. This one's the most controversial. Yes, Star Wars movie of all time. Star Wars, The Last Jedi, which came out two winters ago. So that would be, drumroll, please. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Um, it has all the cast of It has, uh, Luke. It has Leia. Um, BB-8, it has Mr. Finn. They got the old gen and the new gen. Yeah, so there, there's a lot the to go gen, here. Um, I, I think the best way, from what I could tell, is that my co-host is not a big Star Wars fan, which is perfect because... I, I think, wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. Okay, but you can fully admit that when was when did you see this movie originally? Did you actually see it? The, the first time I saw it was like two or three weeks after the it came out in theaters. I saw it in theaters. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay, but but then you you haven't seen it since, right? Like I well, I watched it again last night. Right, right, right. So it's been since a, then. No, I've seen it like seven times. <laughs> so I I've, will say that my the first time I watched it, I was definitely much more critical than the second time. I think. Okay. So your 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 comments are are a little bit um less raw. Okay. Yeah. I have a big list of um criticisms. So cool. um let's give it everyone if you haven't um got the lore. So the whole story is that there are two different society groups. There's a group of people that believe that order is considered by power and the more power you have you can take over planets and planets are like states in this country in this movie and there are multiple different planets that they think the more power they have and that's the first order and the rebels which they call them not the rep they don't call them the rebel the rebels in this movie they call them the um 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 the rebels is what they would call them in the old movies they're called the um um the there's the new order and then there's the resistance resistance which is okay so i apologize guys i'm i'm used to the old movies where they would call them um the rebels so the the resistance is comprised of younger people that believe that it's not about power but it's about actually having a good communication between all countries and all all planets, not countries, but planets. And so they really want to break up the First Order. And on top of it, there is this um, mysterical or um, powerful um, Jedi art that is considered like a um, karate art that also allows you to move things and... They don't use swords, but they use laser swords um, that are called lightsabers. So that's just the gist of of what Star Wars is. So in this one, 
it has been, we're in the process of going through the first six stories, which tells the story of, of Anakin Skywalker. And at the end of the movie, Anakin Skywalker, who was a bad guy, becomes um, the hero at the end by killing the leader of the Empire. And this is a new three-movie arc where we meet Rey in the beginning of the last movie, which is movie six. And Rey is um, a nobody. She's living on an island. She's living on a planet that's all um, desert. And Finn is an X-wing pilot, so he's he's a um a, a pilot that that is uh, shooting down planes. You know he's he's the head of the of the um of the uh, of the force. And then Finn is actually a traitor. Finn is a um he's a stormtrooper, which I thought was a very creative way. So that's all part of the uh rise of. Uh, um, <laughs> the Force Awakens. So that just is a short catch you up. So now we're at a point where we're now at The Last Jedi. So at the end of the movie, they're trying to find Luke Skywalker. And Rey is finally at a point where she's found him. She's gone to this island. And where do you want to pick up, man? Do you want to like, do you want to just break down the whole thing? Okay, because like, the, like, the movie is like a little. I feel like the movie is a little too long and complex to break down beat by beat. I do, I do agree with that. Um, like because the movie is such a marathon. Like there's like, I want to say there's like three main plots kind of going on. Like, there is but like, not plots, but I mean like there's like there's major event after major event. Like there's the like for example when um uh the bombers are all like blown to bits and. I can't remember her name. Let me look on IMDb. Um, Leia's number two. Yes. She, I can't remember her name. I'll find it in a second. Uh, um, Leia's number two um, is I, alone in the last like ship. Like she gets. It's the actress who uh, is the um, the scientist from uh, Jurassic Park. Um, yes, her name is. Um, Oh wait! Oh, Laura Dern. Yes. So Laura um, Dern is amazing. I think so. She's great in this movie. Okay, you, you. So, like, so for you... example, like she dies, and then they escape, and then they go on this random planet, and then they have this huge standoff on this planet. Like, there's just like multiple large events in this movie. It's very action packed. All right. Well, you jumped into Laura Dern. This is one of the things that I have a, po- a, bo- a bone of contention. One, I don't have. An- necessarily issue with Laura Dern. I think Laura Dern is a great actor, but I, I personally think that the way they wrote the the actual um, the character was weird because if she's the leader and the head of her um, of her defense team, which would be Bo Darian, um, is asking her what's the idea. Even though he was demoted, he still... Um, you would think that she would just be like, "Look, dude, we're gonna go to this this place. Just don't don't freak out. But we're gonna we're gonna act really stupid." But she like made him freak out. So I really think there could have been a better way. I mean, to me, they made a real they made a decision to make a really flimsy character. Now, there's a difference in my opinion between the way it's written and the way it's acted. Like I said, I think she acted it really well, but I think. 
it was written as a bad character. Do you, are you with that or no? I don't, I think I disagree only because of how noble her character is. I will say that I kind of get what you mean. Like her, Laura Dern's vibe is much more of a soft vibe, but I, I don't know. I kind of appreciated it because it's kind of made it seem like, not like it was a statement because I don't think that it was, but it kind of was at the same time where like, there's this like woman who has an incredible amount of experience in like intergalactic battle, but she's not the typical like masculine general or like leader. She's just, she's a, a woman who's thrusted into this like position of power all of a sudden and sacrifices herself for it. So like, I think that honestly that little storyline was probably the most interesting for me to watch just because I wasn't really drawn into Luke's character at all. I thought that that was really boring and well, there's um, so many things. Why don't we, why don't we do it in the timeline of the movie so that we don't have to jump back and forth. So, okay, because okay, I, I wrote all of my notes in, in Chronicle Roger Cord. So, to me, um, Star Wars has jokes that aren't, like, joke jokes. They don't throw out, like, it's not Seinfeld where you actually have a one-liner. Jokes um, come off natural, like, maybe CP3-TPO um, falls over or um, he says something stupid that everyone, like, he acknowledges something that just everyone knows. Like in um, The Empire Strikes Back, he gives the statistics on how many um, people can fly through a um, an asteroid um, belt without being crashed. You know, he gave us the odds, and you know he, you know, it's just like it's reti- retarded because <clears throat> the odds of going through it are like are like it's impossible, but somehow they do it. So the the thing that I'm my my comment is they open up this this grand movie with this really lame joke, this knock, knock. And he, and Oh dude, just, I thought that that was funny. So you like it. See, th- this is good. Yeah, Cause when, that's when why it's like paging, paging this guy. I will say that I, I am not a huge fan. I don't know. I don't want to say that I'm not a huge fan of uh, the guy who plays. Um, what's his face? Uh, but, General Hux. Oh yeah. General Hux. Just, he's just a weird just, guy. He's, he's, yeah, he's like it, a skinny, it, it, like spineless little, little turd. So, I got like this sounds wrong, but like I got like kind of like Nazi-ish vibes, but I wasn't ever. Well, that's I what they really understood. Why you know, that's what they're based on, right? Yeah, I I understand that. I just mean that like I don't understand why he's the general. Like I never really saw a moment in which he kind of demonstrated strength or overwhelming intelligence. Like he, I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't say that because there were a couple moments where, like, he did discover that they were, like, trying to – there was, like, some form of decoy or something. He just didn't really inspire me a lot, and I thought that he was giving getting a lot of comedic, like, energy and not – I don't know. I think that him – he something could have shifted with his performance that would have made me more intimidated by him mm-hmm. because although he's not – like uh, a manipulator of the force, he is the general of the what are they called again? I uh, the right, the first order. The first order. You know what I mean? Um, but maybe to to me, maybe they make maybe his character he just is... seemed like he just seemed like an angsty, like 
man child. Well, I, I get I get the point that he's like a spineless little turd, just like uh, Kylo Ren is, because they, if you think about it, you could you take Kylo Ren's a spineless turd. Yeah, because you could take what? Yeah, because I honestly feel that you could what do you take. Mean? I honestly feel that you could have Huxley be Kylo Ren, Kylo Ren be Huxley, and Ooh, I disagree, bro. I, I I just like because to me, because they one of the things that to me that they've really done to damage a Kylo Ren is that they made him so like he would cry and bitch about shit. Like in the um, Force Awakens, um, he he crushed his helmet and he like cried and bitched and. Like, if he's supposed to be the next Vader, Vader, Vader wouldn't have a little tanker, tamper turner and just like literally take a lightsaber and just uh, lightsaber. What he would do is he'd go around and choke every motherfucker out. Okay, he's not gonna just destroy shit. He's gonna kill people until he gets what he wants. That's more scary as fuck than having a tamper changer. So. To me, if you came, if you, if we were, a, if we were a group of people, and I was, and you were my leader, and and I was following you, okay, I would find you to be a, t- a little turd if you went and like start throwing shit around, or if you went around and start beating people in the face. That would be more scary. Do you see the, see what I'm saying? With, it's just yeah. I think they damaged his character, but you know, it's my opinion. Um. So I, I I really liked Kylo Ren. I no, thought that he I like that his arc makes a lot of sense. No, his I like that he's Leia's son. I like that he's Han's um Leia's uh Leia's child, Han's son. Yeah, you were right. Okay. And I it it's part of the the liturgy. Uh I don't really agree that Luke in any way would have for one second, turn to the dark side. Like, yeah. If you read any of the the books or really watched the movies, Luke was challenged enough that Luke would have never been uh, challenged like that. So, to me, it feels like they definitely didn't write a three movie arc, and that what they have done in the last these these new movies, they've mo- they've wrote a movie. And then wrote another movie, and then wrote. They, unlike what Lucas did, and Lucas wrote a three movie arc, and that all all the movies there there was a story, and said we're gonna take the character, he's here, and he's gonna go here, and that's how he's gonna get there. But from that time frame, but the goal is to get here. I don't think they knew what they were gonna. I don't think they knew who was gonna get where, which is the scary part to me. But you know, there's nothing we can do at this point. What do you mean? Well, I believe, and it's come out that Lucas wrote a three-movie arc. So Luke said, Lucas said that he decided that he wanted he wanted Vader to turn to the dark side, and then at the end he would he would avenge turning dark side, and he would kill the Emperor. Okay, but in this this three-movie arc, they just decided to write three movies individually. And then at the end of um, Force Awakens, they would write another movie. And I, I don't necessarily think for this type of movie is the best way. I think they should have had a, a, a plan. Like, 
okay, we have this character X, and at the end of the at the end of the three movies, he's he's going to be on top of the hill. Okay, it doesn't matter how he gets there, but that's where he's going to be. Okay, he's going to be alive. He's going to be on top of this hill. But what to me what's happened is that they didn't know where the ending is. They just wrote three individual movies, which is scary. So it's just a different way of it's just a different um, philosophy of how to write a movie, um, and and the people that are George Lucas people like myself, we're, we're having a hard time coming to uh, grips with that because um, the people that really like Lucas's style of um, movie making, he's gone. So it's just you know that's why that's why my bone attention is this is definitely the most um the first um most um impact and um fan um adverse movie in the entire um in the entire uh, uh, Star Wars fandom so so after that joke um my my biggest comment is i i, I understand that it's just space but um I think they think we're stupid, and they they don't think that we understand that that in space bombs don't fall. There's no gravity, so you have these uh, you have these war machines that um that come out to blow up this big uh, monster ship, and there's no gravity. So why would things fall directly down? Now it's I to me it's not a big deal. It's it's kind of just kind of they're trying to tell a story, but to me. It, kind of stupid because especially when they have a character who uh falls in one of those um bomber sh- ships to make this um dramatic um uh release of the bombs but there's no gravity so they wouldn't fall i think it would make more sense if they had like little uh rocket packs i mean they <laughs> they could have just thought it out just a little bit <laughs> a little bit more like they fell and then they rocket packs and they flew out and then they you know, exploded but for them to just drop directly down i'm like i don't think anyone thought that like in the middle of space <laughs> there's no gravity <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I'm like you guys are so stupid. <laughs> but I, I, what did you think of that? Or did that even? Or that? Or that? Or is that didn't even pop off your head? I mean, if I'm if we're talking about moments in the movie that blew me, I'm gonna have to mention the fact that Leia is like blown up. Yes, she's like in the middle of space, just floating around. And then all of a sudden, she uses the force. Well, that's my next. That's my next comment. Leia's like, uh, Mary Poppins. Gloomy. Uh, the Mary Poppins scene. Um, the Mary Poppins. Okay, funny. see, there there are two bones of contention. I'm wondering, um, it, when the movie was in production, was it just too late at that point to officially kill her? Because remember, she dies on a plane by a heart attack, and it was in um was in editing at that portion and um it would have been much more fitting just to let her die at that point but um from what reports showing is that they're using filler video from the forced awakens to have her in the the next movie which is called the last jedi um which is called <laughs> skywalker and um 
I'm very curious on what it's going to look like this week. Um, I it, to me, wouldn't you have? Would you? Okay, I would like to ask you. Would you have felt just better that she would have just passed away there, or do you think the way it is, where she comes in like Mary Poppins with her arm out, and like we've never no, seen that dude, Jedi I power? Think she should have died. Okay, so yeah. So I think she should have died. Yeah. So there's, do you there's th- a franchise. You don't need to hold on to specific characters. Like this is the next generation of Star Wars. You don't need to have Leia. We don't have Vader. We don't have Obi Wan Kenobi. You know what I mean? Like we don't have like these foul. We don't even have Kygon. What's it? Kygon Joe. Like, <laughs> like there are so many like generations of this like franchise that like I just felt like there's no reason to keep Leia unless there's some huge plot point that. I'm not aware of, which could be very likely. But no. Like, is, it, is it worth having her now be able to manipulate the Force? Like, what? What? Like, come on. Like, well, see, the she thing... She dead, dude. She no, no, just, I, I agree with you. I'm not... That's I, not my... This is one thing I'm dead on with you. I'll give you a high five. One, um, it is explained in the books um, that after um, Return of the Jedi that she does learn that she has powers just like Luke does, and and she learns how to do stuff, but she keeps it hidden because she doesn't want people to know that Luke is her brother because if she does, then that means that Vader is her father, and that means she can't be part of the Senate. Um, so it's an, it's definitely kept a secret that Luke is not her brother, so they don't want to keep, keep that out. So it's never a public thing. And um, I just don't like how they how they brought her back. I there there's so many ways to bring her back, but the the way they animated her to come back like Mary Poppins was just weird. It was just weird. Um my biggest thing the first time we meet Luke, Luke throws the 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 um the the actual uh, yeah, the saber. I I don't I don't get that at all. Um I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. Well, I mean, I laughed, but then I was like, whoa, that's not supposed to be funny. That's supposed to be like, and then I'm like thinking to myself, that's really stupid. Just like, would you have, if you were Luke, would you have thrown it? Because I'm just like, I mean, I mean, I don't know. The script says he throws it, so he has to throw it. That's not my issue. It's just like, what is Luke's, like, what? Like I, I know. don't like this movie. No, no, and that's this is that's my biggest bone of contention with this entire movie is that you we grow up loving and learning all about Luke Skywalker in these those three movies, um, The New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Last Jedi, um, The Return of the Jedi. We we come to find that Luke is honorable, trustworthy, um, cunning. Um, respectful, um, hardworking, adversive. And the guy that we meet 30 years later is hard, crude, um, um, damaged. Um, am I, am I on the right page with you or what do you think? Like it just, it's not the same character and that's the thing that scares me. I, I don't think that people stay the same as they get older, but they don't drastically become a totally different character. 
No, I mean, like, he's, like, traumatized. Like, I understand the plot point of him, like, not wanting to be a Jedi. Like, that's fine. I get it. But I just feel like... But he's a totally different character, no? Yeah, and I'm not a, I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm not. I just feel like... But in reality, does that really happen? Sorry? In reality, that does that really happen? I mean... To people, people, yeah, dude. People change all the time. I... I I understand people change, but I don't think I don't think that people just completely become a totally different person, unless Trauma there's like. Trauma does a lot, and his character definitely has dealt with trauma. Okay. So like, yeah, I, I that... it's not that I don't believe that his character would be at that point. It's just I don't think that. I don't know. I just I felt bored by it, and I understand that there's some necessary exposition because like we see in one of the older movies, I can't remember which one, we see um, Yoda uh, training him. That's Empire Strikes like, Back. That's Empire, we see in Empire Strikes Back Yoda training him, and, and that's a very extensive, long part in the movie, at least to my recollection. It is. And it's not the most entertaining. So I understand that that, is, that needs to happen, but I don't... And see, that's where... I just felt like there was... I'm watching Star Wars, and I understand that's the last Jedi, and we're getting to a point where we're returning so that the lightsaber contact and like fighting will be more active. But like, I I just felt like I needed more of it. So and maybe that's not so much of a, a reflection of the movie, but just so where the they are in the franchise. Like you have moments in franchises where it's a little bit more of an ebb than a flow, and it's not as exciting. But this movie's just filled with so much, like, inner, like, spatial, like, fighting warships, rockets blowing up and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's not so much, like, the Jedis, the, the lightsaber fighting and all that. It's m much more, like, about their strategy, I guess. Yes. Until the ending. And, um, fine, but, but I like, think that was also the way they wanted to take the movie, too. They did the, uh, Ryan Johnson, who is the uh, director for this movie, in my bone contention, basically decided not to make a Star Wars movie. He wanted to really make a movie that was more grounded, um, which is not what Star Wars is. And that's, I mean, he was the director. Uh, at this point, it's already done. It's in the can. We can't change it. So we have to go, we have to work with what, what, what he left us or what he made. So... But it, the movie he made was not a Star Wars movie. He made, like you were saying, it's more of a galactic battle. Yeah. Which is fine. I just, it's hard for me to stay as engaged as I, like, for example, Revenge of the Sith is probably my favorite out of all of them. Revenge of the Sith is one of the best ones ever. I mean, it's this culmination of Anakin becoming uh, Darth Vader, so... Um, just some like like weird things that like I know there's been weird scenes in um Star Wars, but did he, did they really have to make a scene with this huge um animatronic where he literally pumped um oh, the, the classic the classic thing is blue milk, but that disgusting brown green milk out of that girl that that animatronic's yeah, big titty why. Why? It's yeah. so disgusting. Ugh. They just made him look crazy. And then him looking at it like, yeah, I'm going to get it. Like the whole way he like made her look at him, just, just weird. 
Um, um, going back, I, I, I guess Ryan Johnson has the same feeling that you have when it comes to the training montage. I love it. I, I'm like, I'm loving it. Clearly he didn't and you are not in love with it. So he, in my opinion, they cut like that scene out, those scenes out and they made this very short training scene. But to me, how is Rey the most powerful Jedi at the end of this movie? Because she's moving more rocks. Well, they kind of explain that explain that by saying like the opposite rule, like as the force and the and the dark side gets more powerful, there's someone on the on the light side who kind of has to count it's like a balance. Yes. So I, I, I I agree. Like she does go from zero to a hundred real quick, but it's easy for me to suspend that disbelief because of the fact that Kylo Ren is her counterpart and Kylo Ren is nice as F. Like he's really cool. I think I really like his character. But you don't think that Snoke had Snoke was the one that had the more power. That's the overlord guy. Yes. The one that he, I mean, he they sliced in half. The most power. He definitely had the most power, but because he's the one, because he specifically said he connected both of them. So, so, if Snoke is the most powerful one and power can if they're saying that power can be transferred with with from one to another, then he transferred his power to both Kylo Ren and to Rey. Is that what you is that what you believe? Because to me it's never to me that was never that that never came as a so is that what you is that what is that what you drawed from it? Could you rephrase that? What do you mean? So in the in the the last two movies, they have made that Snoke is the most powerful um, Sith Lord that's currently alive. Okay. Sure. Okay, and he connected both Kylo Ren and Rey with that view vision search while Rey was on the island and and Kylo Ren was on the ship enough that they could actually see each other and then some scenes where. He's in the shower, and he and they can bring water back and forth. And it's he says in the in the movie that to Kylo Ren, Snoke says that yeah. he connects them. So, and you're you're trying to say that power was given. So Snoke gave gave his power to I'm both. I'm not saying that power was given. I'm saying that the the nature like the law of the force is that as one side gains more power the other side also gains more power to counteract to keep a balance so like that's basically like the the theme of star wars uh, what we've seen is that there are periods in which the jedi have fallen and the the dark side is wreaking havoc on the galaxy okay the universe and then there's this like underdog Jedi who restores balance, and then there's a period of the Republic and and prosperity in that sense. But then there's always that dark Sith Lord who eventually overtakes the Republic, and there's a coup d'état, and and right. people die. You know what I mean? Like there, that's the pattern of Star Wars. And right now we're just at the point where um the Jedi is regaining power to reestablish the Republic. And what I thought was really interesting was, although it's really repetitious, instead of it being a romantic 
let's rule the the galaxy, the universe together. It was not brother and sister. Wait, are they related? Well, see, so that hasn't been addressed yet because the the speculation is that uh, that Ray is actually Luke's daughter because in the move in the books before Disney bought it, the canon was that Luke had a daughter with with his wife and Leia and Han had a son. So she's probably Luke's daughter. But in this movie, um, Kyra Ren told her that she's a nobody. She's a trash. She's a trash heap. That she's she comes from nothing. Her family is trash. Um, so it's it's not established at this point. But the the thought is that she is she is Luke's daughter. So to me, it would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense. Um, so I mean. That's just kind of where I'm at with with the whole movie. I, okay. I do like Ray. I think that she's um, she's interesting to watch, and she does as much as she can with her scenes with Luke. I was just really bored by them, and I don't really care about these like creatures in the galaxy. And I know that that's kind of like a Star Wars trademark. Like people really enjoy the different creatures that they create for these movies. I just like don't <laughs> well some of the creatures they made in the last jedi are just over top that weird fish um, that big um that big thing that that luke gets it, milk it out of those, it makes sense it just those little porgs um, those little porgs all over the place um those little the creatures that live on the island and and keep it clean it makes some it makes sense that something would be there but like they went out of their way to make everything look like crap um, in my opinion, and then well, I don't, I don't think that it looks like crap. I just didn't really care about what was happening. Exactly. I mean, I just wanted, but that, I just wanted it to to keep moving. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't make you want to stay there, then they're not doing the job, so they fail. But no, but I, the thing is that it, it makes sense though, because Star Wars is very much about building the story and investing time in telling that story so they're gonna invest time in building the world i'm not upset by it i just personally don't think that it's the most entertaining part in the movie no and i felt like the movie's so long it's almost three hours long it's too long they to be honest to be true i know you said the the best part you like is when they go to cante bite and they go to the casino i think it's my my most disliked scene um, I think that they, they, they really killed all the momentum that, um, that, um, Finn had and they, they really should have given him the opportunity to be more of a role. Um, I mean, he, in the first movie, he's, he, he's a traitor, um, um, stormtrooper. Now he's, uh. Now he's trying to help lead the, re, the the resistance, and they put him on this side mission to go to a casino planet. Like, it's interesting. The planet's interesting, but like, like we get in this whole thing about politics, about horses um, being locked up, and then at the end of the movie, we have this kid with force powers, and like, I like, but people that were gifted had force powers all the time. It's not just because they're kids. Like 
Um, but yeah, I'd love to get your insight because I know you said specifically you like the scene. So, what did you like about it? About which scene? Going to Cante Bite and going to the casino and looking for the um, the code smuggler. So they can. Oh, I didn't say that I like that. Oh, scene. you didn't? Okay, I I thought I heard you no, said you no, liked no, that. No, 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 no. No, I I was saying that I like the scene where, um, uh, Leia's number two is like taking the reins and like all of that sequence. Okay, you like that? That's what I really enjoyed about the movie. Okay, I didn't really care. I mean, uh, the the what's his name? The code breaker. Yes. The code. Yeah. Something like that. Um, he was interesting, and I like him as an actor. Um, but it wasn't established that he was actually the code breaker because the code breaker had a red, um, red rose on his propel, and this guy didn't. So, yeah, I'm really big about details about this movie. Um, so, you didn't like that either. So, you, so we're in agree. So, if we could cut that whole scene out, and yeah, I, I feel like the movie could have been like half an hour to forty five minutes shorter. Absolutely. So to me, the one of the one of the things I would have rewritten this movie is that I would have one told Finn, I would have told Finn and Poe that we're going to we're going to hold to the last minute and we're going to sneak off to this planet. Don't worry, okay. Let's make sure that Ray gets us. Uh, Ray gets here as soon as possible. That eliminates that whole Cantabite scene right there. They can sit there. And they can work on what they're gonna do to survive when they get to the to the get to the planet, but the whole movie, in my opinion, picks up when we get to the planet because it's basically a rehash of Empire Strike of the um, Empire Strikes Back of all on the winter all the winter scenes, so and all the scooter shots. So we're on this planet where it's all uh, salt and red a red planet with all salt. Um, they have these scooters. Um, Luke finally shows up, which is, I think, the most incredible thing in the movie. What do you think about that? Um, I want to hear you talk about that more. Um, my my thing that I've always wanted to see in the last thirty years is to see Luke is supposed to be the most powerful Jedi in the world. He's supposed in the in the but book. That's in, that's mainly out of elimination, isn't it? But 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 he's also been trained as being in in the books before Disney bought it. He's explained that Luke is so powerful that he can move planets. Oh, that, oh okay. Okay, and that um, his power and his mercy is is unlike anyone else's. That he sees a good. Like he saw good in other people that he that other people can't. So, for us to see Luke there, and and I love that he's younger. He's got the black beard. He has the traditional Jedi tar. At least in my opinion, we got to see Luke. For the Luke that I wanted to see, just once for like thirty seconds, it was so awesome. But then, yeah. then reality hits. We find out that he's a hologram, and Kylo again. Which I wasn't upset about. No, I, I'm not upset about that anyway because it, it's not it, it's not that he didn't fight him. He did fight him. Luke did it on his own, and I. If remember, 
That's the thing. Luke is that powerful. Luke can be a hologram. And I can totally believe that. That's totally believable. Um, and he totally gave the group enough time to get out of the cave. So Luke did everything he was supposed to do. Um, and uh, the thing, that, again, that makes it so that, that, like, Kylo is such... He has a temper tantrum. He has such a temper Because if, it, if he was Darth Vader, if he was Anakin... Anakin wouldn't have Anakin would have just went and tried to squeeze him or like right it just to me they've really damaged Kylo's uh, character I hope that this third movie and this last trilogy is really going to establish that he's scary because to me he is strong but he's not scary to me, what makes Darth Vader scare? It, what makes Darth Vader so much is that he's scary. He walks in the room, and you shit your pants because you know that if you fuck up, okay, you're gonna yeah, die. He's a man of few words. Yes, he's not gonna cry. He's not gonna bitch and blow up shit. He's just gonna fucking kill you, and he's gonna torture you. That. He's going to pull every single little piece out of you. And then he's going to snap you. You know, he's not going to kill you. He's going to pull every little piece out of you. And snap you. Okay. So, what did, what did you think? Because I think, to me, that's the best part of the entire movie. Um, the but I love your... The, the hologram fight with... Yeah, I mean, that definitely is a great part in the movie. Um, I I think that I'm gonna stick to my answer of the moment in which um, the Kylo Dern, yeah first, crush, crush, yeah, crashes the into the, which right. the the first order is like trailing the resistance and they only have like a couple more like light speed warps away until they're out of fuel. I, I will agree with you that when I saw the movie, I only saw it in theaters once because I got so upset. Um, and the one time I did watch it, when she turns the ship around and she goes to light speed right through and and slices the ship in half, I did collapse. I did um, I did um, hoot and holler on that. That was pretty impressive. So I agree with you. That is a good thing to be um impressed by. Um, now looking at this movie, um, with the um, Rise of Skywalker coming out this week. What is your overall thought on this movie? Um, let's um, let let's let's put it in in the score of what you think it would where it would sit within the other well, seven movies. Let's remind our listeners sure, sure. how we how we. Oh yes. Score. So we we have a score. I want to do it two ways for this one specifically. I'd like us to rate it where this movie is in the in the actual chronological order. Um, well, we base it on the other three movies, but we also have a score for the movie. Um, five is one of the best movies. Directed great. It has a great story. Um, it has a great liturgy. And then we have a zero as well. A zero is a movie that is so bad that it's hilarious and you have to go see it. A one is actually a bad movie that you should never see. So... That said, if you there are movies that are zeros that you should go see, but it's still a really bad movie. Most movies will get between a three and four. Um, some movies will get a two. 
you would have to be something like Gone with the Wind to get a number five, um, or Jaws, or Jurassic Park um, to get a number five. Talking about a really good, well-made movie. Any debate on that argument? Um, no debate on that whatsoever. Okay. What's your rating? Um, going to the fact that it, it does not um, fall in line with the liturgy of it. I can't give it a five. Um, I do think that it has a proper arc. The story is long. Is you know, there's a there's a beginning and end. It makes sense. Um, I think it's too long that we have established. The movie should be about thirty minutes shorter, so it can't be a four. So I'm gonna give it a three, a strong three. Okay, I'll give it a two point five. Oh, so oh you oh cause oh, wow, you're even more devastating. Okay, I I thought if I said two, you'd be like, oh my god, Paul. No, no. I think anywhere between a two and a three is completely fair. I can understand three. The only reason why I say two point five is because I do think that there are slow pockets in the movie, and I do think that there are unnecessary parts that really kind of like it's. I just feel like if you're gonna have a movie be that long, you know. But do you think? Know. Do you think I, the director it's, it's, was it's, overwhelmed? It's I don't think that it was executed badly. It's just. I don't think that the movie needed to be that long. Okay. And it made me check out, and I wasn't as interested as I would have liked to have been the whole time. Well, I have um, to say that there were portions that, uh, as a rabid Star Wars fan, that I checked out. And I think that's really because, um, and I'm going to really point a finger right at Ryan Johnson. I, I really don't think that he was a Star Wars director. I think he he's a great director. I mean, he just um, made a great um clue movie that came out this year called knives out uh it has ray oh, reviews yeah. but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, I just saw that. I, yeah but to my bone of contention is that he's not a star wars person he shouldn't have been a star wars director okay i mean i don't think it's directed badly i just think that it's that well he wrote he wrote the, the it, but he wrote the it's outline just, so he was the writer and not as entertaining as i would have liked it to have been but I also have to be aware that this franchise kind of builds its whole like process energy, on. right? Yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's a, it's a, a story. Yeah, exactly. And that's the episode. hard part is that everything's built upon what happened previously. So if you fuck with it, and people get pissed. So, all right. So, based on the other, because there are seven movies in this. Uh, eight movies in this collection currently because we can't judge it based on the one that's coming out on Thursday. How would you fall this in the eight movies? Okay, to recap, you have The Phantom Manus, you have Attack of the Clones, you have Return of the Sith, you have The New Hope, you have Empire Strikes Back, you have Return of the Jedi, you have Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. So, in those eight movies, where does The Last Jedi sit for you? I'm going to say... Um, I'll give it, like, the number, like, five or six slot. Wow. Okay. Uh, no. Six or seven. Six or seven slot. Oh, you you want it that high. Okay. No, I'm, I thought that that was low. Oh, you were in reverse. Okay, so seven's at the bottom. Oh, okay. Okay, so then wait. So is no, it, no, 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 no. I just want. I so one. Okay, one is. Okay, so when it was. No, no, no. So at, at at the top, what's number one for you? 
At the top, number one is Revenge of the Sith. Re- Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And then what's the next one? Um, which is the one where, um, Obi Wan Kenobi kills not Obi Wan Kenobi, where Darth Vader kills Obi Wan. Uh, that's New Hope. New Hope would be my second. Uh, third would probably be Phantom Menace. Okay. Fourth would probably be, I guess, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember the rest. Uh, the the planet. The, um, where where do you where do you fall with the one with Yoda and the training montage? That's the uh, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back could be one of the bottom ones. Okay, and Return of the Jedi, where Luke and um, Vader kill the em- Emperor. Um, I'd say that's definitely above both The Last Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. And what about The Force Awakens? Is I that above? Awakens, is that wait? Is The Force Awakens when everyone died at the end? Uh, Force Awakens is the new beginning movie in the trilogy where we we meet Rey in the beginning. So I think that Force Awakens is number seven. Okay, and The Last Jedi is number eight. Okay, so I will go with uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh no, I'm sorry, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, um, Return of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, Revenge, not Return. Revenge. Uh, uh, New Hope. And then I will go with Attack of the Clones. Then I will go with um, uh, Rise of the the Rise, Rise, uh, Return return of the Force. The the beginning of the new. uh, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. And then Last Jedi. I'm putting Last Jedi at. As the worst of the seven, uh, eight movies. Um, and, oh, I, I didn't mention um, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is number seven because it's a good movie, but it's way too much politics in it. Um, and Jar Jar Binks, I want to stab him in the face. <laughs> that'd be another movie we should, uh, um, to criticize. Um, yeah. uh, supposedly Jar Jar was supposed to be a major figure both in uh, Attack of the Clones and uh, Revenge of the uh, the Sith um, and I think it's fitting that he's the one that makes the the vote to disband the uh, Republic and make the uh, the Sith Lord the, the Supreme Chancellor so it's only fitting that that the little shit um, screws up everything so <laughs> So, all right, guys. So you 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 heard us. I hope you guys enjoy this movie this weekend. Go out and see Rise of Skywalker, and I hope you guys enjoy. I am the photographer, Paul. That is Ivan Carlos, the actor. Yes, sir. And we will see you later. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>